and welcome to another piping hot bowl full of jambalaya. I'm Kyle. I'm Cody. I'm Matt. And today we're going to be changing, shifting gears a little bit, talking about a uh, topic that is, uh, I guess, somewhat more serious and uh, that should be treated with somewhat more seriousness than uh, we usually do. Uh, We're going to be talking about the topic of assisted suicide. And since we're going to be getting pretty heavy into that, uh, I feel like it's only right for us to uh, provide the number of the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, which is 1-800-273-8255. One more time, 1-800-273-8255. And all right, you guys ready? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's do should it. I be excited? or? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, Cody. Should you be excited? No. Now, the suicide hotline, does that tell you how to commit suicide? <laughs> You should edit I don't that know. Out. We should edit I still want that to out. No, we're not. We're keeping that. We're keeping every single piece of that. I don't think we can promise no jokes. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, that's that will probably be a little bit too much for us. To you do. know, I, I I think that I think that laughter heals. Oh, maybe not a self-inflicted gun wound, but I fucking hate you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kyle, why do you want to talk about assisted suicide? Are you okay? All right. <laughs> I'm gonna. This will be the last funny thing that I say. <laughs> but when Matt made that comment about like, well, laughter doesn't heal a self-inflicted gun room. Do you remember uh, the uh, first Batman with uh, Michael Keaton, and then uh, Jack Nicholson's Joker dies, and he just falls off the building, and then when he hits the ground, he's just. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, all right, <laughs> no, that's uh, that's yeah. seriously it. <laughs> That's, that's it. Actually. No, cutting it off. Cutting the, it off. Okay, you remember? <laughs> you remember in the follow-up Batman? I, I, I I've talked about this before, but so Christopher Walken plays a character in that. Oh God, I forget what his name is. But, um, oh God, yeah, he is in that movie. And uh, <laughs> he has a son, but his son is just doing this really bad Christopher Walken impression. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's like, Dad, we have to go downstairs. Uh, you're giving a speech later. <laughs> Christopher, you're my father. <laughs> Isn't it Xander or something? It's uh, Xander Drax. Now that's from <laughs> The Phantom. Oh, man. And anyone who's wondering where that voice came from, introduce yourself. I don't think they heard you. No. That's Omar. There's no way you can hear <laughs> it. Omar. He'll be our special guest for today. Yeah. All right, seriously, though. <laughs> okay, yeah, on a serious note. Okay, so as far as, like, suicide goes. It, Not just uh, suicide, assisted suicide. Which, yes. But we'll what? get into that. Wait, wait, Continue, we're Matt. We're moving the goalposts now? No, okay. I'm sorry. Go. <laughs> no, 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 okay. So suicide, in my opinion, is... There's so many, there's so many varying levels of it, that it's hard to say what is what is okay and what's not. Like as far as assisted suicide goes, um, like obviously somebody who is um, staring down months and months of pain for a terminal illness, obviously they should they should you know maybe get some get some help with some suicide if they want. They should. They should be. They should. They have the right to end the to end that to stop that suffering. Now, somebody who has sort of fleeting, you know, their 
boyfriend girlfriend hurt their feelings or something uh i don't think suicide is right for them probably not it's not your prescription it might it it, it will probably get better it might not it might not get better but it probably will thank you they were saying that part to where like you know there were for a while there was this uh suicide prevention campaign and their tagline was it's gonna get better it gets better all the time and every time i heard that it was just like are you fucking serious there are many people for whom like it's either going to stay the same or it's gonna get worse and not all of them are confined to that group that you mentioned just like the terminally ill people who obviously they have something that's wrong with them that literally cannot be changed and cannot be fixed at all. And suicide seems like a more humane, it's a more ethical way for them to like, it's not, yeah, it's not even just humane. It's just ethical to do it that way because you're sparing another human being pain. And then at the same time, like not, you don't even have people who have terminal illnesses. You just have normal people who will, who, this is going to be bad to say, but nothing will change in their life. They're not sick or anything, but nothing will change in their life. Like, they already have a, a pretty bad life, and that's the way it's going to stay because they either have very limited means of changing things or they have no means of changing things. So it's going to get bad, 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 bad until they die. Or it's going to be the same until they die or worse until they die. Like, if that's absolutely true every time, then yeah. Well, obviously, it's not going to be true every but time. But that's what I'm saying. It's like for the the cases, if that is really true for somebody, it won't get better. Then it, that kind of makes sense. But then I think where the issue or like the way that you would have to like talking about assisted suicide in terms of like, is it legal or not? Well, you it's have not to, in most places. No. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know, honestly. I was going to ask about that. Right. Like, is it legal in Nevada? We'll talk about know. that later. It's fine in Senegal. Oh, okay. <laughs> No, but, like, you'd have to do it. It's the thing where you wait. Like, if somebody says, in an hour, I want to kill myself, the next hour they say they don't want to because it's a temporary mental thing. That's where you wait. The other part of it is it's, like, you kind of – it's it's fatalistic to assume at first that you can't change your circumstance before you try to. So it would be, like, before you jump to assisted suicide, go, okay, what are the factors in your life that are causing you to be depressed or want to kill yourself? Because if it's not mental, then it's life circumstance. Mm-hmm. And then to actually be like a reasonable conclusion, you have to contemplate and then think about it. So it's like, I, you are in control of your own body. So at a certain point, I do, do believe in the principle of autonomy, but you are doing a disservice if you just jump to assisted suicide because you make the assumption there's no way to change your circumstance. So like, if you ever do it, you I feel like, as a process, you have to go through all the circumstances. Think of it that way first. All right. How are you doing a disservice? Because your later self yeah. would be sad if you're dead, if you literally did not change something and you did not have some happiness because you thought it was always going to be that way. What? Did you just say your later self yes. would be yeah. sad? It's the same principle as if you kill yourself in an hour and the next hour you decided that it w- would be a mistake, but you're already dead. Wait, in this situation, uh, is this like some like parallel twinner kind of thing to where one version of you killed yourself and then the other version of you looks at your dead body and 
has just been like, man, what was I thinking? Kind of. I mean, it's a yeah. thought experiment, so you can think of it that way. All right, let's not do that. Well, <laughs> it's actual. I mean it though. It's something to think about in a way that that makes it easier to process. Like that's the idea. Like those sort of thoughts can be fleeting, and it, the, the the disservice would be that it might be better. I mean, but the thing is, you can't walk back suicide. I mean, yeah, obviously, you can't walk back suicide. But I think you guys are saying that, like, are, come, are approaching this from perspective of just, like, where if someone wanted to kill themselves and they went through with it, then that person has made a bad choice because that person has no idea, like, how g- possibly good or how things could have changed in, like, like at the end in the future that's exactly what i'm saying all right but the inverse of that is it's just as likely that things stay the same or get worse but you're that's why you do the check because you're assuming it's all factors out of someone's control which is why you look at it be like is there a thing that you can do to make it less bad because if you're not depressed or whatever the mental thing is likely there could be some stuff like if it's because of a relationship or somebody in your life is causing that then Maybe you should excise that person from your life or find some way around them. But if you go, oh, this person did that, so then I'm going to kill myself because they fucked up my life forever, then you didn't, like, there's probably other things that you could do. Like, you have control over your life to some extent. To every, to full extent. Exactly. So why is it the assumption that you can't do anything to fix it? All right, so from the examples that, well, okay, so stop me if this is unfair. But from the examples that, like, we've listed so far, it's just that they seem like really external things to where, like, oh, if there's something you can change, like, out here that can make it better, then you should do that. Obviously, that's true. If there's something you can that you can change to make it better, you should probably make an attempt to do that. But, I mean, this is aside my point, but I'm going to say it anyway. I mean... Like, just because if there's something you can change doesn't mean that it will, even if you make the attempt for it to change. Like, even if, like, you identify the problem, uh, you can make an attempt to solve the problem, but that doesn't mean that it's going to change. Like, it could just be the same. You could fail and it'll be worse. But anyway. Then kill yourself. uh, Yeah, I was going (laughs) to. Yeah, I guess. But the thing is, like, those are, like, seem like kind of external things, but let's. I guess, like, one of the more important factors is the internal motivations for you wanting to kill yourself to where, like, there's just this continuous feeling of hopelessness that you have. Like, that you, like, no matter what, you can't get rid of it, which actually kind of sounds like depression. Yeah, that's okay. like, <laughs> seems, I, it seems like what you're talking, you, I, I, I think you keep saying this, like, like, you you are sort of under the impression that people who feel bad are just mired in a pit of despair and that and that's never going to change whereas like i think the optimistic idea is that it could or it couldn't i mean yeah it okay glass <laughs> half empty <laughs> i mean <laughs> but uh, okay so i guess my my end game here with this conversation is that I feel like people, well, I feel like people should be given the ability to access whatever items, 
that they need to in their own lives in a way that's humane. Like you don't have to go into a back alley or something and then just, you know, blow your brains out. Or like if you feel like you want to end your life, you should have the ability to do it as humanely as possible. And (sighs) there should be some kind of service or like, well, in Switzerland they have it and we'll talk about that later. But you should get help though first. And maybe not even try and commit suicide ever. <laughs> but definitely, definitely seek out some sort of help. Okay, so I understand that perspective 100%. But at the same time, like, dude, once you get past the, I guess the, I don't know, socialize, socialized attitudes that we have towards suicide, I mean, just think about it for what it is. You are saying that someone shouldn't, well, well, not you, but a lot of people say that someone shouldn't be allowed to exercise the option to just end everything bad in their life. Like, no more pain, no more anxiety, no more depression. So no more anything ever, like no more negative anything. Yeah, I don't see like how how you can't like logically tell someone that that isn't a good option for them to follow. If that is an option that they're considering. I mean, if it's certain, but yeah, Omar, you had something to say. Okay. But <laughs> one thing, one thing I would say is, yeah, there's no more suffering. There's no more fucking hurt, all that, but there's also no more anything like there's no positive, anything. There's no, you affecting someone else in a positive way. So it kind of just leaves an option to end it real quick and real, just, you know, I don't know, willy nilly feels like. Yeah. I think that's, that's a good, that's a good jumping off point for like the idea of relationships. Sorry. All right. Oh, a a bridge. (laughs) Yeah. He said that's jumping jumping off. Damn it. That's good. <laughs> Golden Continue State Matt. Bridge. Uh, Golden State Bridge. Is that what it's called? Golden, Golden Gate, Gate Bridge. Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. The Golden Gate Warriors. <laughs> Golden Gate Warriors. Uh, but yeah, like relationships. Like that's. I mean, you you think about that sort of thing. I think in relation to how how somebody's suicide would affect the relationships that you created. A ripple effect. Wasn't else gonna say anything because all right, so I'm just gonna go for it. All right, Matt, you made a point similar to this earlier, uh-huh. to where like a person in their life would obviously affect the people around them. Hundred percent true. I have no doubt that it would affect it, the people around them. I think once you start a relationship with anybody, like I- any sort of thing, then a, a part of your life becomes not your own. I disagree with that. Okay. But anyway, wait, were you done? Yeah, go for All it. All right. So, I, like, even if you have these connections to people, at the end of the day, it's just like what Cody said, which is you have complete autonomy over your, over your person. And not only that, the most important thing is that no one can live your life but you. No one can live in your reality but you. And if your reality has reached a point to where you just don't want to do it anymore. Why should you feel 
a feeling of uh, obligation to the people around you. I mean, I know that's a real messed up thing to say, and it I know it kind of seems selfish, but I don't think it is. I mean, it is very selfish. That is like the definition of selfish. No, no, no. Uh, here's why I disagree. Okay. Okay, you can say that person is selfish for wanting to take their own life. Mm-hmm. But isn't aren't the people who get some kind of benefit from that person existing who want to keep them around for their own benefit isn't that wouldn't that be considered a form of selfishness but if if those it depends on how that is is it like a child needing the parent around because they physically need somebody to take care of i was gonna say yeah all right so that's a different situation like if you're a person who wait no 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 different situation or i'll make a distinction real quick if you are a person who your responsibility to someone like you literally have to take care of them like without this like without you this person's life will become immensely more hor- well immensely more terrible without you in it because you're the only thing that's basically keeping them alive then in that situation obviously that should stop you you really have lost the right to take your own life because in that situation you're doing a greater you're doing harm to someone other than yourself and that's for me where the line is like as long as you're not harming anyone else you can do whatever the fuck you want but once you but if part of your life is taking care of someone and that person needs you 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 have lost the right you've lost like a little bit of your autonomy and you shouldn't kill yourself then and I would try to stop you, but if that's not the case, then you know. Yeah, I mean that's fair. I I guess I mean I that's that is the correct assertion for the child thing, but also it goes into sort of every relationship I think that you have. Nah. <laughs> Another thing too. What about the this is all you get kind of theory? Like, okay, if I'm not a typical person like christian person a religious person who believes there's some kind of afterlife or reincarnation or whatever the fuck (laughs) if i am just ending it again yeah you're gonna end all the suffering you're gonna end everything you're gonna end in you know both sides of that coin (laughs) but if you just believe that's an eternal darkness in which you cease to exist it's not even eternal darkness it's unexplainable just you ceasing to exist wouldn't you then have an obligation to live that life because it's the only fucking one you get and like you exist. And so like that is the reason for you to exist is your existence. Like, and then we were, we were kind of talking about that earlier and I was, I was asking Kyle if he thought that, uh, that the sort of uh, recent, as far as like America goes, uh, sort of, uh, lack of religion had anything to do with the suicide rates going up gotta get right with jesus (laughs) well because i know like i've heard that the the idea in japan why it's like kind of prevalent there is that there's no real idea of like heaven and hell and so those those sort of situations aren't viewed as like oh no you know like this is a bad thing it's just like a thing there right and there's no like connotation of like of that you won't be admitted into heaven because you've killed yourself 
But it's the demographics. Like, what are the demographics for? Because I know it's like there's an article I read in, um, a while ago about like dudes that are live in Japan that are staying in their apartment for longer, and basically it was like dudes that were deciding to not be in relationships and just say that they were asexual, and then just kind of like checked out of trying to date anybody. Like, is how it, did we get here? Well, no, I'm saying is it okay. a demographic thing? Because if you go like, there's no point. And then, like, there's no other thing to go to or no happiness. It's almost like that same thing where you go, as an adolescent dude, you just kind of give up and say this is it. Where it's like my inclination is it's not it's not uniform across the population. It's more like young guys or, like, adolescents who have not, I don't know, they haven't seen enough interesting things or not had a decent enough relationship to have something to care about. But, like, that is a temporary thing putting all their eggs into the uh sex robot basket <laughs> no 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 stop are you saying they're having no. sex with a sex robot stop basket it. Both of you stop it stop it. it's a very serious topic uh <laughs> yes dude i shit. agree sex robots is a very serious topic that's the secret to prevent suicide you All have right. to go I outside even... sometime. I no, just, I don't. I just strapped a pocket pussy to a microwave with wheels. <laughs> Slather some butter on it. No. Yeah, uh, anyway. Melt butter I, in the microwave. I don't know um, how to respond to Cody's point, but what Matt said about the... Coconut the, oil. No. What Matt said about, I guess, the decreased uh, level of religion in American society at least I would definitely say that that would, has to be a variable in it to where I mean because part of well one of the reasons that I think is why like assisted suicide isn't just like this readily available thing or just like this culturally accepted thing is because most of our culture is formed by judeo-christian values and what happens if you suicide yourself if you in the you bible do not get to heaven you do not get into heaven and therefore and that's what it's all about right so hey can't allow people to kill themselves because we need them all to go to heaven and yeah wouldn't you know wouldn't hell be awesome though like if there's all the sin and stuff there is uh, is hell like a place where like, you would think it would be overrun by sinners, but is it a place where you just get tortured by Satan all the time? I have time? no idea. I think that's the idea. It's like the Hellraiser hell. Dude, is that just, like, <laughs> the Christian idea? They, like, say that, but in actuality, well, it's just, yeah, like, hookers it depends on how and far back you go. and stuff. If you, and you go back before cigarettes and drink <laughs> alcohol. You, know? you think that's it? It's like you're gonna go to hell. It's gonna be terrible. And then you get down there. They're like, "Here's your free pack of cigarettes." And yeah. then you go have sex with anybody you want to. Yeah, go butt fuck whoever you want. Oh you no, can... this is terrible. <laughs> you want to butt fuck Hitler? Come on, <laughs> yeah, let's go. Because I'm gonna be honest, man. There's way too many of you motherfuckers down here to keep track. Yeah, it does feel like heaven this. would just be like a giant airport in the sky with all these relatives you don't want to fucking like, see. Like your Uncle Jimmy, racist great grandpa, who's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I died in World War II and I believed in Christ, so I'm up here. <laughs> but I slaughtered a lot of people. Like, you know, like I don't get. I also, also I'm standards. a racist. Yeah, also, I'm a horrible racist. Yeah. So I don't know. Uncle yeah. Bob's up here too? Yeah, yeah I know. Crazy, right? <laughs> Stop sagging your pants, <laughs> fucking fuck. That's what I'd be told instantly. <laughs> Except, you know, there's a like a 
<laughs> insert expletive here right. whichever race like, you hate that day you know? sagging your pants you're not wearing your you know you're wearing your pants up to your nipples yeah right where are your fucking suspenders <laughs> i wanted to be a mystery what's under those pants yeah what the fuck? anyway okay it's like looking like fred mertz <laughs> but suicide suicide oh, yeah dropping a dime on suicide <laughs> it would cost more <laughs> So if you're a basketball player and you assisted someone in a suicide, would that count as an assist? Yeah. Could you get Jesus a triple Christ. double? All right, we're just gonna end the show right there. Uh, <laughs> if you, this man it's said, very... if you're a basketball player and you assist someone in, wait, what did you say? You're the doctor of the dribble. Yeah. If you like, what about let's a say... rebound suicide? <laughs> all right, we cannot post this on Spotify. <laughs> No, wait, we we did say fuck. Fuck, sorry. (laughs) Or at least not this. At least not this part. Oh, that's fine. We say that. How do you think? How do you think the NBA player would do it? I mean, they can shoot, so (laughs) they would just throw balls at your head until you were dead. (laughs) (laughs) Beaming you. (laughs) This is very ineffective. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. (laughs) You can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball. Love that. Movie. Yes, I drink my own pee. <laughs> I like the taste. <laughs> Not just because it's sterile, but because I like the taste. Yeah, uh, I don't know how to respond to anything that's happening right now. <laughs> I think if I'm if I'm being honest, <laughs> I think it was a fool's errand that believed that we could keep a serious. <laughs> It's more fun to make jokes. Fools. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, hey, maybe somebody that's thinking about committing suicide will hear this, find suicide so funny that then they're not want to murder themselves. Yeah. Anymore. Maybe they would be like, I want to hear thought. more suicide yeah. jokes and not suicide. Right. Yeah. I mean, you could, it, like Craig Robinson or whatever, he's that late night show host that has the Craig story about Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. There you go. He was going to murder himself. And he got, he was at a bar and he was about to go jump off a bridge and the bartender just kept serving him free drinks till he got so wasted he passed out. <laughs> and then in the, and he forgot to kill himself. Yeah. So like that nice. right there is a story of someone, if he had had the option, assisted suicide, his life was in the drain. He never would have been a fucking horrible late night show host with terrible ratings. <laughs> he was the best late night show <laughs> host. Say, yeah, he was. Say. I love that guy. I he mean, was, I love that guy. Not by the ratings. Um. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure that's why he's not a late night show host anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, I like him too, though, actually. Craig. Yeah. Ferguson. I, I, I don't know. Because we, did, did we say the word assisted suicide yet? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Policy-wise, like, it makes sense in that then there's less people that try to kill themselves and they don't and they're horribly fucked up afterwards. And like you can have it as a way to get people into treatment for stuff if you say, okay, it's assisted, but this is the last possible option. Like you have to go through a program that's like two or three months long. Is that how it works in Switzerland? Do we know how it works? I don't know. I do. He does. (laughs) All right, so in Switzerland, there's an organization called Dignitas, and basically what the criteria well the laws in Switzerland like i think the law is that um like a doctor can't walk in to like you can't walk into a hospital and ask a doctor to say hey inject this into me so i can die but they can provide you the drugs to kill yourself 
And basically what Dignitas, the organization, does is they provide – well, one of the services they provide is that they provide living spaces and they provide uh, – what other services they provide? But they basically Dying make spaces. it <laughs> – Yeah. Mother yeah, Teresa. That is what they are. Uh, but basically what they do, they just facilitate the whole process of a person who is trying to end their own lives in a humane way. So, and the criteria is, is that obviously you have to be over 18. Um, second one is you don't have to have... Must tr- be this depressed. Oh, no, not, not... not. They don't say it that way explicitly. You can't raise that age up to 21? Come on, man. I can't drink, but I can murder myself at 18? Fuck that. But the... Uh, what was the other one? Then you won't even have time to have a drink and think about it. All right. Like, <laughs> you can't Craig Ferguson. <laughs> yeah, right. So oh. you don't necessarily have to have a terminal illness, but they do... Like, one of the things is... You can have a terminal illness or you can uh, be in a state of like where you just find your life intolerable. Like it's very broad. Like, like the second to very be clinical broad. depression for a certain amount of time. Or you just... do have to get signed off from a doctor. Like you have okay. to like go to a doctor and like, like they have to is... sign a note. <laughs> this person's life so what is happens worthless. To the guy that <laughs> takes the shortcut and just jumps off the fucking Swedish bridge right next to the hospital. Like, <laughs> is that guy, does he get fined? Like, I don't <laughs> His family gets taken so. to jail. Yeah, like what? I don't get how I'm confused a little bit. Like, uh, like why would they even like? Offer can their service? insurance deny them? Like, you know how insurance will deny like the you life if you insurance yourself. Yeah. Oh well. Oh yeah, and that's the other thing. Uh, you have to be 18. You have to be either terminally ill or just not willing to tolerate your life. And you can't be doing it for selfish reasons. Selfish reasons means you can't be doing it to claim, like, uh, to have your family claim insurance money or something like that. Oh, didn't you say that it also costs $10,000? It also costs $10,000. Man, this is seeming more and more like a money-making insurance. (laughs) It does. Who keeps the $10,000? Because the insurance doesn't cover it, right? No. But you also can't claim insurance once you've murdered yourself? (laughs) What the fuck is that, dude? I might as well just accidentally drown while I'm kayaking. You know, like, I don't... I was thinking at that point, if they make it so hard and there is a bridge right next to the hospital, you're just like... Yeah, you're like, okay. Oh, I slipped on a banana peel. I'm not murdering myself, everyone. But Matt brought up this point, like, when I first told him about it, to where, like... It probably costs that much to because they're like trying to to weed out to weed out right. the people. So like, only rich people can have assistance. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Just like even killing yourself has become <laughs> like a luxury for people. I remember when we were first talking. I think it was you, Cody, talking about how somebody just goes into a bank and they're like, "Hey, can I get a ten thousand yeah. dollar loan?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like imagining some dude dressed up as the crow, like, "Hey, can I get a ten thousand dollar loan?" <laughs> Sir, uh, we can't bring you can't for? bring oh. birds into the bank. <laughs> so it can cost it can cost. Yeah, I want to sign my son's name on the loan though. <laughs> Borrow money against his equity. <laughs> it can Did be. Your dad up, hate wait, you? all right. So they do make it easier. Probably, he hates my brother. <laughs> <laughs> because it can cost up to ten thousand dollars, but it's tiered to where like the services that you want after you die. Oh. So 
the lowest level is four thousand dollars. Oh, okay. So, so with like, that one, do they just like stab you in the fucking neck <laughs> until you're dead? Like they, what? Just, they throw cheaper? you over the bridge. Like one, yeah. right. two, like, wait, three. wait. Can I get the money back? Because I could just jump. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, uh, but no, like that service entitles you to like you basically get the drug and a room to kill yourself in, and you can ask a friend to be there with you, oh, and God. then that's it. <laughs> As you go up further for other services, like if Wait, you. But if you have a friend, then you shouldn't kill yourself now. <laughs> I don't know. It's part of the process is if you like go ask your best friend and then they wait to see if you say somebody or if you have to think about and, it. Yeah, You're yeah. like, maybe I can get my coworker to be there with me. <laughs> get somebody you really hate to come in there with you. Tell right. them they're not. Don't tell Just them what they're sure there for. You owe me a thousand dollars. Go through with the. It's the only way you get it back. And then, like, as you go higher with the services, like, you get more than the room. Like, they'll take care of the funeral services and stuff like that. So, you can get away with just spending four thousand dollars. You can you can kill yourself on the cheap for four thousand. But That's... if you want that, uh, you want the the big boy services, big dick services. Better get you alone. Better get you alone. <laughs> and that brings us to our sponsor, one eight hundred loans. <laughs> 1-800-LONE-SHARK. That's 1-800-LONE-SHARK. We'll dig your body up and break your knees. Yeah. 1-800-EARN-AN-APP. Fish it out of the river. Just take a ball peen to the knees. God, dude. He'll pay. Give him a week. You can also do it in Canada, but like they had, they're way more restrictive. Oh. Wait, is it just terminal diseases in Canada? Yeah, I think it's just terminal diseases oh. in Canada. That and, seems to be the accepted condition. And they put gravy on you when they do it. <laughs> they turn you into a poutine. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, okay, you so... You have to admit allegiance to Canada. <laughs> so, overall, as far as that sort of stuff con- is concerned, I... I think that there's so much nuance involved that I could not just give a blanket statement on whether or not I agree with assisted suicide. I can. I know that you can. I know that you can because you don't give a shit about people. That's not true. I give too much a shit about them. I care about them so much that I think that they shouldn't be here if they don't want to. Well, I as as we've said before, I think that sometimes those feelings... Uh, get resolved later and and again you can't walk back suicide it's it's you're done man you're, you're done when, when you kill stole. yourself like and no more pain well or no happiness more, <laughs> no, no more, more anything bro no Just, you can't say you're not gonna be there to appreciate i mean i'm assuming there's no more the pain. no pain <laughs> right. What are you, it's like, yeah, oh, I should, I should have said that you... beginning. I assume there is no more pain and no more anxiety and none of that other shit that you would have to deal with. Not. Do you 100% believe in an afterlife yourself? Just that it, just like while we're on the subject of death and all that shit. Uh, that podcast. I guess. Never came I mean, out. I don't have any reason to not believe in one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, I think it's pretty. It just it depends. I mean, I I guess I'd be in the middle because I believe in autonomy, but I think I you think fence it's fence riding motherfucker. No, I think hey, it's Get not it's not that simple. But as to the parts where like it's pain and get rid of anguish, 
it, there's more control you have, I think, I believe that more than you, in terms of stuff that you can fix. Or at the very least, you should be introspective and then have time to think about what you maybe can fix before you get to the point where you kill yourself. Like, that's that's where I stand on it. And you're wrong. No, you're not wrong, Cody. I mean... That is understandable. <laughs> like, that, I, I understand that point. I mean, the idea of, like, any kind of potential is, like... It's hard for me to say Does that that's just smell okay. burning plastic? Or? There's enough people there that it's fine. Okay. <laughs> They'll tell us if the house is burning down. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Not as somber as I thought it was going to well, be. <laughs> no, this is uh, a joyous oh experience. <laughs> yeah, super joyous. But, <laughs> oh, you know, thanks for having me, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. No Shit. problem, Omar. I'll, like, I'll like, yeah. <laughs> Omar just, like, appeared. <laughs> That's what just, I like, do, baby. appeared on the mic. I hope. Just slide up in them DMs. <laughs> I would, I'm not going to cut the part where I say this, but I hope people... If you were wondering what happened, we stopped and then gave Omar a microphone. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's why he was over there, and then he was right here all of a sudden. Yeah, you can hear me. I got a deep voice. <laughs> Actually, we had the microphone already set up, but he threw his voice to a microphone in the corner of the room. And we were like, holy shit, where are you? Well, on that note, I'm Kyle. I'm Cody. I'm Matt. I'm Omar. And thank you guys for being at the table and enjoying another bowl full of jambalaya. A somber uh, bowl full of yeah. jambalaya. This not quite. Well, no, so not really. So yeah, sad, jokes. except for all the jokes. Except for <laughs> <laughs> many, many jokes. Not for all these fucking bad. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> bye.